The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Each business is unique and operated individually of others in the same industry. What they have in common is the potential path to success. Welcome to The Second Stage with your hosts, Jeffrey Cadlick and Brendan Anderson. In today's program, we'll address the obstacles that many businesses find on that path to success and discuss what entrepreneurs and their businesses are doing to stay ahead of the curve. Now, here is Brendan Anderson and Jeffrey Cadlick. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Second Stage. This is Brendan Anderson and Jeff Cadlick. Um, Brendan, this is uh, maybe one of your great shows of all time because there's a very good chance for the cold that I've had for the last several days that I will lose my voice at some point during today's call. Well, Jeff, and not only that, but it's actually my favorite subject of all, pri- or of all um, kind of entrepreneurial discussions. I mean, it literally is. It's, it's the, probably the single greatest piece of advice we could offer any entrepreneur anywhere, any, any business owner anywhere. Well, if, if the folks that listen to the second stage haven't figured it out by now, Brendan is the, the ADD entrepreneur, and I'm the very well-disciplined, thoughtful, you know, uh, professional manager. And shiny object, shiny object, shiny object, <laughs> squirrel. What? Well, th- this topic actually is was something that took some convincing uh, of me, and uh, this is not something that as a professional manager that I necessarily bought in right away. And the topic of, of today's uh, podcast is about um, peer group support, peer group review, um, and, and organizations that small business owners and entrepreneurs should join to work with peers and uh, develop best practices on their own. And uh, Brendan had a really important observation very, very early on in the development of evolution, and that is is that because he's been a longtime member of EO, which is the former Young Entrepreneurs Organization, today it's Entrepreneurs Organization, is well, that... Jeff, thank, Jeff, thank God they dropped the Young, or else I'd have had the lead. You know what I mean? So uh, they, exactly I, uh, glad, I'm glad it's just the Entrepreneurs Organization today, because uh, uh, at my age, Young no longer applies. Well, I was getting ready to give you peeps, pops, or whatever okay. you want to call that, props, props. Um, and that is is that he had noted or observed that people that participate in EO that actually uh, take the learning moments, the learning lessons out of those, uh, those situations and apply it to their own business were very successful. And, uh, and to me, that I think is the real reason that you ought to participate in these programs. And I'm sure Brendan, you, I know, I, I'm not, I'm not even going to say I'm sure. I know that you agree to, to that point. 
Yeah, and I, and I you know, it, it's it's amazing. Uh, you know, even uh, even though that um, EO and 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 you know, to be fair, I, I'm a member of EO and have for 12 or 13 years, and can't say no positive about it. You know, I do know people that are members of of other groups. Uh, why, you know, young, the Young Presidents Organizations, Vistage, and I know Inc. Magazine's got a CEO forum, and there, and I and there are lots of uh, lots of other places out there to, to get uh, to get best practices and 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 hear from people, so you don't have to rec- recreate the wheel all the time. Um, but uh, you know, EO to me, and Jeff, I swear, you know, I, I don't remember the, the the question. But as you know, I've, questions never really matter when it comes to what I'm going to answer. But uh, um, the it just uh, makes yeah. a politician, right? Exactly. Well, I just yeah, right. It's my. But um, you know, for, for EO to me has is really been um, you know making it such that you don't have to recreate the, the roadmap every time that you uh, that you want to try something new and exciting. Right. I just and remember, what I was, Jeff. Jeff, I just remember what I was going to say. Okay. Um, no, I lost it again. No, um, <laughs> the um, um, I, I, it's amazing to me, even though of all the wonderful resources that are out there, including these groups, how few people even that actively attend the the uh, the meetings and attend the and, and read the books, how how relatively few uh, percentage of people actually implement these best practices and. Um, and I'm not sure why, other than you know, just the the, the classic, you know, not enough time, not enough money, not enough support. Uh, but what we we would propose that evolution is, you can't afford not to. Isn't that right, Jeff? No, that that's exactly right. And I think the only thing that we've concluded is why people don't do this is uh, a couple things. One, it's really really hard to do, and two is that they don't have the time because they're bogged down and uh, they don't have the uh, ability to put in that extra push necessary to uh, uh, leverage their time and energy as a founder. Because once you start getting and uh, moving in that direction, uh, you will you will make uh, good progress. But uh, I did want to circle back to last week, Brendan, and see if there's any remaining thoughts that you had on year-end tax planning. Um, if you recall, uh, in the audience, we had Bruce McAuliffe from uh, um, McGladry, on the call, and he's someone that we've worked quite a bit uh, with on our portfolio. And uh, McGladry is a sponsor of of this podcast, which we we very much appreciate. But setting all that aside, Brendan, uh, do you have any final thoughts for our audience about uh, what we learned last week on on year and tax planning? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you know, from a fifty thousand foot level, I think it's important for entrepreneurs to realize that they should be paying taxes. That the fact of the matter is, you know, the way that the the the, the current laws, uh, if you're making money and producing cash, you should be paying taxes. Having said that, you know, any way that in which you can uh, reduce that tax burden is good for entrepreneurs and, and good for the uh, good for the employees and communities in which uh, that that company operates because they can continue to grow and continue to reinvest. Um, I, you know, I think my biggest takeaway, and I think the the thing that I didn't full real, fully realize was, I knew that there was a pretty decent sized tax increase going from you know 2012 to 2013. I didn't. I guess I failed to realize, Jeff, and I, it still still hurts. It really kills me that there's that uh, that there's the additional uh, 3.8 plus almost one percent of of uh, of incremental taxes that are going to exist over and above the 39.6 percent maximum rate. So there still is a reason to uh, potentially move income 
um, out of next year into this year for some of those reasons. And that, that was uh, that was probably that you know the, I think the the uh, the continued focus on you know to tell entrepreneurs that 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 it's all right to produce profits, it's all right to generate cash and and pay taxes, and then you know as you know Jeff, that's lower rates are better than the larger ones. Yep. No, that's, that's, that is exactly right. That is exactly right. So folks, before we turn our attention to this, this week's topic, um, I want to remind everybody that, uh, each week, you know, we want to provide actionable advice and have you continue the dialogue through comments and questions on our blog at evolutioncp.com. Uh, you can also email us at the second stage of evolutioncp.com. Uh, you know, Brendan and I have been entrepreneurs. You know, he's been an entrepreneur much longer than I have. But uh, as we both say every week, it's an ongoing process, and you've got to continue to push yourself personally and professionally to learn and um, develop your skills to to be better at this. Um, so and that's what the show is all about. So really look forward to hearing from you each week uh, about your thoughts and feelings on the topics that, that we, we cover. Um, so Brendan, uh, you actually know our guest this week, Rob uh, Dubay is the president and owner of Image One, which is uh, in a nutshell, a document management company. Yeah, they and, provide. Oh, I'm sorry, Jeff. I thought you're passing that to me. Please jump ahead. No, no, no. I, I was actually about to just go totally entrepreneurial, but I'm I like gonna, that. Go with it. Go with it. <laughs> but I was going to. I, I think with my voice situation, I'm going to let you tag this one. Yeah, I, I, Rob was. Uh, Rob is. Uh, like he mentioned the uh, president and co-founder of uh, Image One, and they and they provide uh, print management services and equipment to businesses throughout the United States, helping them decrease costs, improve productivity and simplify their, their printing environment. But I think, you know, as you dig down into these businesses, it's just, it's so much more exciting than that. I mean, I, if uh, Rob will kind of say how he got going in this and so forth, um, but really is a person that has embraced uh, reaching out peer groups and, uh, you know, obviously his success and we'll learn more about that in the, in the near future. Uh, we'll speak for the value add there. We actually, Jeff, as you know, was, um, a, a friend of evolution and, and entrepreneurs everywhere actually introduced us to Rob, uh, Bo Burlingham, who uh, has really been a, a great resource for us. And it kind of it kind of leads me into uh, my, my point about uh, reaching out to people because it really is in finding people that have a similar passion to you when you reach out to them. Uh, it's amazing, Jeff, how we've been successful in getting people excited about about helping us think through processes. Yeah, yeah, that is exactly right. And, and you know, again, just for everybody listening out there, the reason that Rob uh, is, is our guest this week is because he is a perfect example of somebody that learned from the peer groups that he was involved with, and he's going to talk about those. And then he leveraged that, what he learned in his businesses, and attributes a lot of that to the success of, of, of Image One. And like us, you know, he gravitated towards Bo Burlingham, the author of Small Giants, among others, uh, because Bo uh, really had advocated that if you – don't have a business or business model that necessarily lends itself to being, you know, a, a multi-billion dollar organization, then the, the other alternative is to just be really, really, really good at what you do, uh, regardless of the size of your company. And so Rob, like all entrepreneurs, is very, very passionate about this space. And um, we love hanging out with passionate people. Isn't that right? 
Absolutely. All right, so uh, we are going to close out this first segment by once again thanking our sponsor, McGladry LLP. They're a leading provider of assurance, tax, and consulting services focused on small and mid-sized businesses nationwide with more than 6,700 people in 75 U.S. cities. When uh, We're going to take a short break, and when we get back, we're going to um, introduce Rob to, to the group and, and hear his, his terrific story about how he leveraged peer groups to uh, create a very successful business. Thanks for listening to the second stage. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio or search for the keywords World Talk Radio. Once you're a part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the World Talk Radio network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio or search for World Talk Radio. This is Davis Love III, Ryder Cup captain and Team McGladry member. McGladry is about building relationships. That's the kind of team I want to be a part of. A team that builds deep understanding of each client's vision and unique way of doing business. The same attributes I look for and the partners I choose. It's this understanding that enables you and me to make confident decisions. When you trust the advice you're getting, you know your next move is the right move. This is the power of being understood. This is McGladry. Assurance Tax Consulting. Hi, I'm Ed Krell, CEO of Destination Maternity. We proudly support the March of Dimes work to reduce the rate of premature birth. The numbers have gone down in the past five years, but still nearly half a million babies are born too soon in the United States each year. We're helping the March of Dimes fund cutting-edge research and community programs to help more moms have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit MarchOfDimes.com. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iRadioBlog.com. You are tuned in to The Second Stage. To reach the hosts or their guests today, call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to the second stage at evolutioncp.com. Now, back to Jeffrey Cadlick and Brendan Anderson. And welcome back to the second stage. This is Jeff Cadlick, and I'm here with my tag team partner, Brendan Anderson. Brendan? Oh. I get to talk. I'm still. I'm here. No, no, no. I'm I here. just. I just wanted you to just say yes. I'm here. Yes, I. I'm still here. I'm still here. <laughs> okay. So, like any forum, you know, this show is more effective and powerful if folks contribute their experiences and ideas. And we invite you to continue the discussion each week uh, on our blog, which can be found at evolutioncp.com, or you can email us at the second stage at evolutioncp.com. Uh, we introduced the topic of this show in the first segment, which is really about leveraging and benefiting from uh, peer groups and, and doing peer review. And this is something that is uh, near and dear to Brendan's heart, and he convinced me many years ago that, that – um, 
you know, the businesses that were successful were those that actually leveraged what they learned in organizations like EO, where Brendan has been very active for over a decade. So I'm going to stop talking right now and try to save my voice and let the two entrepreneurial experts um, enlighten the rest of us about uh, peer review. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, we'd like to introduce everybody to uh, Rob Dubay. I mentioned earlier, Rob was uh, introduced to us by Bo Burlingham, just an absolute wonderful resource for all entrepreneurs. And I think before we get into Rob's uh, entrepreneurial background, which has been pretty much since I think he was like uh, uh, like two or three years old, um, first of all, let's let's cover the fact that he's uh, done four, uh, 14 uh, marathons, and most recently the uh, New York City Marathon. Rob, what uh, – <laughs> How in the world do you find time to do all this stuff and, uh, and, and, and train for marathons? Actually, uh, let's talk peer groups. Um, I was speaking with somebody, a good friend of mine in EO, and uh, many years ago, and I said, you know, I would love to run a marathon, but I could never find the time. I love running, uh, but I could barely find the time to do that. And he challenged me. He said, why not? Why can't you? And uh, I talked it through with him. And I, one thing was just setting up my schedule in the right way. And he gave me some great feedback. It was simple feedback, but it was great. And had I not been a part of this peer group in EO and, and had been having this open and honest conversation with this uh, person, um, uh, Bob Schoenfeld, by the way, just a little shout out to him because <laughs> he, he got me out there. And the next thing you knew, here we are. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. I, you know, we'll we'll get into some of the uh, the charitable stuff you do, but uh, in a, in a, in a little while, and kind of how that how that affects uh, mm-hmm. you know, your business and so forth. But maybe start talking, uh, you know, um, uh, and talk about how you got into. I mean, it looks like you've been an entrepreneur for pretty much your entire life. Maybe maybe start talking about how you you know the, your your first your first ventures. Sure. Uh, my business partner, Joel Perlman, and myself, close friends since an early age. Uh, and uh, in the ninth grade, we got this bright idea to start selling blow pops, uh, the, the lollipops with gum in the middle, um, out of our locker. And so that's what we started doing. His uncle owned a drugstore, and he would get us boxes of blow pops, and they would equate to a nickel each, and we'd take them into the school and sell them out of our locker for a quarter each and uh, who knew that all these years later that that story would stick with us and uh, but there's blow pops in our lobby and you know all around our our company and we give them out to people all the time so you know sometimes things happen in funny ways so uh, but it was a fun experience and we got that entrepreneurial bug uh, we did a million and one things between that time and between the time that we uh, were graduating from college and when we came out of college. Um, it was the perfect time looking back on it now with no, not a lot of responsibilities and uh, just to be able to start a business out of your basement. And that's what we did. did um, when uh, were you and Joel, did you, uh, you guys have been partners forever. I mean, that, that's, that's mm-hmm. impressive in its own right, isn't it? I mean, if you think <laughs> about uh, you guys started your business in 91, you were doing business before then. And, uh, yeah. and yeah, that's, I mean, that's, uh, is, how, how has uh, peer groups played in, in kind of keeping partnerships together in your perspective? You know, it's funny that you say it, you ask me it that way because the peer groups have been huge um, on a couple fronts. I joined EO just before Joel did and, um, you know, I learned so much about communication 
communication with partners, um, roles within an organization, just things as simple as that. I mean, as I mentioned before, we started out of our basement and, you know, we were just doing everything, both of us. And as the company continued to grow, um, there was no structure to it, you know, and we had never really even thought about that. So, um, you know, being an EO and Joel joined not not too long after I did, um, it had been so tremendous just in terms of having a process to run our business and learning what our strengths and our weaknesses were and really appreciating that about each other and um, and putting egos aside and, and, you know, being able to have a really cohesiveness, a cohesive partnership, you know, which obviously is going to lead to a more cohesive uh, company. And, and I and, and just in you know I uh, I want to learn more about how why you started Image One and how that all happened and so forth, um, but also maybe talk about peer groups and, and, and I'm jumping to question nine you know when I have yet to get to question one but Jeff's used to that. Um, <laughs> tell me you know because I think the biggest benefit to me about EO and peer groups is is not I mean business is a huge beneficiary of it but it really mm-hmm. isn't partnerships and family and maybe maybe talk about family for a second about you know about how the peer groups have helped you in that in that regard oh boy you know i always say to my uh in eo uh, we have these um breakout groups called forums uh and you know there's eight to ten people within the forum and i always say to my fellow forum mates uh, that it's such a unique relationship that we have um, because a friendship's a friendship and then you have your business uh, friendships and, and this is just something where, you know, we are able to come together on a monthly basis and share some very intimate details um, about ourselves personally, obviously, and professionally, uh, which is our commonality, um, and, and be able to share our experiences and it's been huge on so many fronts and just I've been uh, in EO for quite some time and I have seen literally, you know, the business stuff is always great, but what I really get excited about is, I mean, I've seen marriages saved. I've seen, you know, uh, new directions with people's children and, you know, just really life-changing events that came out of the collective experience of the group that came together, and uh, I mean, who can who can put a price tag on that? I, you know, Rob, I I think back to uh, you know I joined EO at, in like 2000, and we uh, you know I was I Jeff and I had yet to pair up, and I was doing little deals around the country, and I just remember my my you know forum group is looking at me and going you are you know you're out of control you know you're 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 you know you got to get focused you got to focus on the most important stuff and you know mm-hmm. it's one thing if it's one thing when your wife is telling you that there's another thing when you know when you're when you're good buddies and you're the people that you trust are telling you that it really was a life-changing event for me um, amazing it, it, it really is and it's uh it, so i mean i i realize we're here to talk about you but, but it's it's a very hard oh, thing, isn't it isn't yeah it? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Jeff rolling his eyes. Um, tell, me, t- tell me, tell me how you start. Image one. How did the, how did the idea come to you? Tell me. Uh, um, back in in the uh, early '90s, uh, these new uh, products were coming out, fairly new, called laser printers, and uh, they had a very costly element to them, and that was the toner cartridge. And uh, neither one of us knew anything about 
either of those things, by the way, but we read Entrepreneur Magazine all the time. And in the back, there was a little ad for this uh, emerging uh, new new market of being able to take these toner cartridges and remanufacture them. And uh, somehow that caught our eye, and we did a little bit of due diligence um, and uh, ended up deciding to do it. And uh, the industry has changed a lot, and so we just started by selling it, remanufacturing, actually physically doing this process in our basement um, to, uh, you know, where we're at today, where it's much more evolved than toner cartridges. We're managing print environments for large organizations. Um, but uh, when I think back to those days, they were certainly fun and exciting, and, and, and there was a tremendous amount that we both learned uh, through that process. And I, I can't believe we made it through it, though. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> so, you know, I look back and I, um, as we, you know, through the my uh, entrepreneurial career, and I think of a couple aha moments where something mm-hmm. just happened, and whether it's you know whether it's something that was really negative or something really positive. Mm-hmm. Um, do, you, do any of those jump to mind? Any things where you just said, you know, my God, either I can't keep doing this, or I, you know, or or this is this is this is the greatest thing in the world, something like that. Well, uh, one moment that was really critical in in our business, um, we had this amazing vision and idea uh, because we were in so many companies and fixing their printers that we should be uh, also maintaining their PCs and their servers. And so we uh, took this amazing vision and uh, we decided to uh, acquire a small company locally and bring on a few of their people and sort of uh, integrate that into our business. And about six months into it, Joel and I were uh, strategizing about something. He looked at me and he said, something doesn't feel right about this. It doesn't seem like it's connecting with our business and what we're doing, and it, it just something doesn't seem right. And so we went out to our peer group, both of us. We went to our forums and, uh, and people that we'd met within EO as well and said, hey, here's what we're struggling with, um, this integration between this other company and a different type of business and our current business. And they introduced us uh, to somebody by the name of Gino Wickman. And Gino was just starting at that time um, to consult on really how to operate a business successfully, um, which is now called the EOS process. And, you know, Gino came in and he listened to what we had to, to say, and he gave us some really pointed advice that I'll never forget. Um, and he just said, you know, there's uh, the, the most successful companies are very focused, and those that go into areas that aren't focused, there's a focus on that. In other words, in, in our case, maybe there would be a completely different staff. Maybe it'd even be at a completely different location. And so if we have the resources, that would be the ideal way to do it or make the decision to just stay focused on what we were already doing great and that was really making us the most profit. And so we actually had to put our egos aside and get rid of this, uh, undo this whole, you know, acquisition and integration that we had gone through over the last six months. Um, and uh, But I believe we did that uh, to end up 
connecting with Gino. And so that was a huge aha moment, Focus. And he actually gave me a book at the time of, called Focus by Al Reese. And I still have it, and I still reference it. And um, the focus has been tremendous for us. And and and, and Jeff, let me just throw out one little. Um, the uh, the book that Gino uh, that uh, Gino Whitman wrote is yep. uh, called Traction, and um, I'm drawing a blank on his website. But it, any literally, EO, his website is eosworldwide.com. But any entrepreneur out there that 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 wants a wonderful resource, that's a whole other subject, Rob. We're gonna have to get you back to talk. We can talk for three or four no days on that one. Anyways, Jeff, I'm I'm. Uh, you had a question? Sorry. No, I had no question. I'm just trying to run a show here, you guys. I mean, no. come on. It's an entrepreneurial <laughs> dialogue. Jeff. It's all about. That. All right, I agree. You guys, are the talent. I'm just trying to maintain the show here, some semblance <laughs> organization. Um, but we are going to take a brief break, and we'll be back with Rob Dubay to talk a little bit more about this peer review and how it's helped him build his business, Image One. Thanks for tuning into the second stage. Making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. You are tuned in to The Second Stage. To reach the hosts or their guests today, call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to thesecondstage at evolutioncp.com. Now, back to Jeffrey Cadlick and Brendan Anderson. This is uh, Jeff Cadlick, and I've got my tag team partner, Brendan Anderson, here. Brendan, say hello. Hello, everybody. <laughs> um, he's, got, he's got to clue me in when to talk. I gotta. Yeah, go exactly. Ahead. He's staring off into space, thinking about his next question. Um, <laughs> but uh, we're we're back here with Rob Dubay talking about um, you know peer peer groups and peer review to help uh, leverage and build your business. And yeah. um, 
uh, you know, he's going to provide some examples in this segment about where he took what he learned in those best practices meetings and applied it to his business to be successful. Absolutely. And uh, uh, we'll get into a little more about the progression of of Rob's business. And um, he actually uh, had made a big decision to actually sell the business and then uh, made an even probably bigger decision to buy it back. And maybe Rob, walk through that that kind of thought process and and kind of why you did made some of those moves. Sure. Um, You know, I'd mentioned in the last segment uh, about uh, meeting Gino and ultimately uh, taking on uh, the EOS process, which is outlined in his book, Traction, and uh, integrating that into our our business, which, you know, that learning and, and meeting him through EO and, and all that was just such a huge part of how we went from where we were to where we were at a point that we could even consider selling. And we were approached uh, by this company. We weren't really out there, uh, but they uh, had heard about us and they approached us. And, and so we started to go through, um, you know, what you go through when, when you know, the due diligence and, and all that sort of thing. And ultimately, we went and met with their board of directors and their executive team. And they asked us to come down and they said, why? um, Or I asked them, you know, what exactly, you know, do you want us to present on? And uh, they they said, just tell us kind of how you're running your business. So we went down there and really just shared the EOS process with them. And uh, after the meeting, the president came up and said, this is great. I mean, you're you're a very well-run company, and we just don't see that in these kind of purely entrepreneurial-type companies uh, out there. So, um, you know, EO did that. You know, that peer group, you know, without that, I, I don't believe that I would have um, uh, learned those lessons. And, uh, you know, it got me to a point, it got us to a point where we were in a position not only to be uh, attractive, you know, to sell to a buyer, we were attractive to a buyer, uh, we, we got paid higher multiples than what, what the industry was, you know, the industry norm was. And, uh, and, and I really believe that had everything to do with, you know, that peer group experience had everything to do with us even being in that position. No, that's one, and, and you know it, it's it's wild here. I look, I'm looking at some of the uh, awards that uh, Image One has has uh, you know been honored. You know, you, Inc. 500, 5,000, five times. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. I mean that that's you know people that do the math. I mean, w- w- Jeff to get in the Inc. 500 list this year, you had to. I mean, it was a it was hundred. It was you know 60, 70, 80 percent growth. I mean, big numbers. Yeah, it was more than that. Yeah, it was yeah. it was triple digits. Well, and to, and to do that five times in a row is unbelievable. I mean, so it's it, it really, you know, I, it's, it, I, I just want to say that you know, from people that have been watching these businesses and watching people in, in EO and other things, you know, fundamentally, if you implement one of these systems, if you join the peer groups, if you listen to them, you know, you're 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 going to be successful. Um, it's yeah. just, I, I mean, I, I believe that in my core. So <laughs> when when you were so so when you so you sold the business, I mean, was that was that a tough process? I mean, was was it? It was a tough process, and the, again, more guidance from uh, my my EO 
uh, forum and from people within the organization. Uh, I certainly got to uh, find people who had experience with this type of thing, which I think would have been very difficult had I not had that as a resource um, and not had, you know, had the ability to develop many of those relationships. So it, I, I, I truly believe it made the negotiation, um, you know, it, it made it, I don't want to say it was an easy thing, but it made it easier. I had a more confidence with it. Uh, it made going through the final acquisition um, uh, the same. And then we became employees. We, we actually stayed on with the company. We had a three-year contract to run Image One as a wholly owned subsidiary. And so our job was to run the subsidiary. So we were employees. And I'd never been in that position before uh, based on, you know, your intro on the last segment. And that was, I have to just say, the most difficult time in my entire career. I've never learned so much. Um, and, and so I'm really grateful for it. But I was able to stay in EO because there's, uh, I can't remember the exact criteria, but I was still able to stay in for a period of time. And the, the group, was uh, very helpful in, 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 in their experiences and their help through this extremely stressful time, um, you know, in, in my career. So, uh, you know, again, just a, another very important reason that EO had an impact on, uh, on us. Um, so, so then you you decided to buy it back, and you bought it, and you 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 bought it back. What year was that? In '06. That would have been yeah '06. And and so since since you since you bought it back, can you tell me an idea about the the transformation and what what have you? Um, I would I would imagine uh, kind of probably a re come back in '06, and you know, remember and you guys started it in '91, right? So right. right. So, so then, you, then you had two years or so of uh, of being an employee in those tough years, and so tell me, you know, so so we, being we reinvigorized since. Go yeah, ahead. we were employed for eighteen months, and there were a lot of management changes at the public company, and actually they approached us and and they said, hey, we're going in a different direction, and you know, would you guys like to take it back? And you know, on the surface, that sounds like yeah, of course, sure, let's do this, and we really weren't sure. I mean, it was a very stressful time, as I had mentioned. And uh, just around that time, a book had kind of fallen on my desk. And it, it, the name of the book was called Small Giants, um, Companies That Choose to Be Great Instead of Big. And it just caught my eye, and I started to sort of finger my way through it. And then I ultimately read it, and it was written by Bo Burlingham, uh, who uh, was uh, an editor at Inc. Magazine, or the editor at Inc. Magazine. And um, he had talked a lot about culture. And culture was always important to us, but this was at another level. And Joel and I got together and we said, okay, let's do this. And in doing so, as we move forward, um, we will adhere to many of the best practices within these small giants. And Long story short, we ultimately ended up joining another peer group um, within Small Giants, and uh, which has brought a whole new element to um, the success of our business since we reacquired it. 
And I think what's so amazing about the peer groups is the people, you know, this is the a unique part. And you know, once, once you reach a, cert, reach a certain age, you no longer develop the friends you did in college and high school because you're just not, you know, you just don't get exposed to what, you know, who they truly are. And mm-hmm. what's great about these peer groups, in my opinion, is that people truly get to know you. And then, they, you know, they, they can refer you to people that they that they know, you know, you'll you'll share passions with and, sh- and, and, uh, and, 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 you know, immediately kind of hit it off and be able to help each other out. And mm-hmm. um, you know, and that's obviously not why to do it, but man, it is a it's a nice it's a nice piece, nice piece. How did you discover EO originally? I mean, is this just something somebody called you up and said you got to do it, or how, how this happened? No, actually, there was this um, guy that I just really admired his business, and and so I was chatting with him uh, one day, and he said, you know, uh, you should be an EO, and and I didn't really I didn't know what EO was and so uh, that's kind of how it how it happened and so I got connected with him and he got me introduced to the organization and and I ultimately obviously joined All right my my, my favorite question is when you first joined what did you mm-hmm. think when you like the first meetings you went to which what was your take I was really intimidated. Um, I had this sense of, you know, that, that I had, you know, and I did, I had an awful long way to go and that many of these people had already been there. And what I found out when I got, you know, into it was that we all had our own set of challenges and that I could be very helpful. And that's gratifying, by the way. One of the things that's super gratifying about the um, about these peer groups are, are just being able to help others. Um, and, and so not only was I getting help from uh, peers that had experiences with what I was going through, but I was able to reciprocate. And that's big. I, I, I frequently share with uh, some entrepreneurs that I you know beg to get into EO or, or, or quite frankly talk about you know using the best practices. I say that when I first joined EO, I was I was definitely intimidated. I was you know worried about how you know how how uh, what, what value that I could add to your point. But I was also very skeptical of the things that they were talking about. I mean, dashboards mm-hmm. and and sharing and, and sharing information with employees mm-hmm. and create you know creating plans. And and I literally, I mean, I I, I had this picture of myself. Uh, uh, you know, in those first couple of years, sitting in the back of the room, kind of you know, chuckling at the you know the crazy people that were doing these you know these 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 practices, and and, I, right. and, and then about, and then about two years later, or I don't know what period of time it was. I'm a pretty slow learner. Maybe in years and years, and I started realizing that those were the ones that were successful. Those were the people that were tra- you know transforming. And then I'm kind of going, uh oh, I better uh, I better stop chuckling and start learning. So that is um, great. That is such a great story, and I can really associate with that because the vulnerability uh, aspect can be very intimidating. And uh, as I've been a part of this and learned to be more and more and more vulnerable, I just see better and better things happen. I mean, people just want to help. And, And when you put yourself out there, it's amazing. They can't help you if they don't know what's hurting, you know? I mean, That's it's, right. uh, yeah, exactly. No, I, that's, uh, it's got me smiling. That's good. <laughs> so, so guys, you know, you guys, and I know, I know Brendan's answer, but let me ask you, Rob, um, 
we always talk about entrepreneurship being a continual path. I mean, mm-hmm. how often do you feel like you're learning something new when you're participating in these groups today? I mean, after having all the success that you've had and having been an entrepreneur for as long as you have and all that sort of stuff. Uh, you know, I, I always, I always, my term is nuggets. I mean, if I don't walk out of a meeting with one or two nuggets that, I can apply to either my personal life or my professional life. I just wasn't engaged. Um, I mean, there's always something, um, you know, with the type of lives that we live, uh, just what I can associate with from an entrepreneur standpoint. Um, There's always challenges, and, of course, we all have challenges personally, and, you know, just there's so much to learn. So I always go in knowing that if, if I didn't take away a few nuggets, I, again, I just wasn't engaged or paying attention. That's a great yeah. point. Yeah, that really is a good point. That really is a very good point. Well, look, um, Rob, this has been huge, and you're an inspiration to Brendan and I and certainly to a lot of our listeners out there that presumably are listening into the second stage to get better and hear from experts like yourself uh, and, and successful people like yourself. So we appreciate you being on the show. It's been, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Well, you guys are doing a great thing. Uh, It's been great to get to know uh, you and and get introduced to you. And I'm I'm just humbled that you had me on and I'm really grateful. Um, Thank you for, you know, reaching out and uh, it was very enjoyable. Thanks, Terrific. Rob. All right. Well, well, with that, uh, folks, uh, we're going to take another break here at the second stage. And then uh, when Brent and I are going to come back, we're going to talk about Rob. And he can't respond. And we're going to – it'll all be nice, Rob. We appreciate you. And um, so uh, with that, we're going to sign off and um, uh, be back here in just a few minutes at the second stage. for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. This is Davis Love III, Ryder Cup captain and Team McGladry member. McGladry is about building relationships. That's the kind of team I want to be a part of, a team that builds deep understanding of each client's vision and unique way of doing business. The same attributes I look for and the partners I choose. It's this understanding that enables you and me to make confident decisions. When you trust the advice you're getting, you know your next move is the right move. This is the power of being understood. This is McGladry. Assurance. Tax. Consulting. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. 
You are tuned in to The Second Stage. To reach the hosts or their guests today, call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to thesecondstage at evolutioncp.com. Now, back to Jeffrey Cadlick and Brendan Anderson. Welcome back to the second stage. This is Jeff Cadlick, and I've got uh, my tag team partner, Brendan Anderson, on the line. Isn't that – don't you feel uh, like energized, Jeff? Isn't that that awesome stuff? At a very fundamental level, this is exactly why we do what we do because we get excited and we feed off the energy of people like Rob. Yeah, it, it really is. It's neat to see when people embrace and do this in best practices and change and change lives. And you know, I encourage you, uh, you know, to, to look up Rob's uh, look Rob's background. I mean, they, the number of awards and growth stories that they have. It, it really is. It's it's fantastic. And um, it's uh, it, it's you know, and that's what's so neat about being around entrepreneurs. And uh, there's also you know, Jeff, it's it's probably not universal, but I would bet it's ninety ninety five percent. You know, there's this kind of code amongst entrepreneurs. That if, if somebody else reaches out to you and can prove – and you can prove to them or, or we reach out to somebody, I'll get it in my own terms, and we can prove to them that we're very passionate and informed about a space, you know, almost everybody helps us out. Almost everybody is willing to share their resources and so forth. So I you – know, it's, a, it's a kind of the uh, unwritten entrepreneur code. It's pretty nice. Well, you know, it's funny that you say that, Brendan, because you kind of stole what I was going to say, which is the way I roll. This, That's the way this, I roll. <laughs> only my good ideas, right? The yeah, bad right, ideas, yeah. you let me say on my own. Um, well, the, if I steal your bad ideas, then I say they were your idea. If they were, they yeah, that's right. Good, then I take, so. That's right. Well, when you partnered long enough, you have this like mental telepathy. But anyway, yeah. um, there is this honorable element to those peer groups because there is a selflessness that goes along with providing advice, not only time that most entrepreneurs don't have, but um, really moving people through these challenging times more quickly, as you pointed out, because you're not making the same mistakes that all the people that have gone through this process uh, ahead of you. Yeah, what's what's fun about you know there's a there's a protocol in uh, in EO and a lot of these groups where you know it's what you're doing is you're sharing experiences. So it's it's uh, it's one of these things where um, you, you know somebody's going through something that you have had a lot of experience with, whether it's a transition in business, a transition with a with an employee or uh, an acquisition, or whatever. You know, you're really sharing the fact that you have done this before. And with the same the same breath, when it comes to, to family and, and these other things, it's you know other people have gone through these events, and it and it and so it's you're really getting firsthand experience from people that have done it before, and and sometimes in a group you, when you're having a big issue, you you may you may run into um, two or three people that have had different takes at it. So it it really is a, I mean I, you know it's it's obviously I'm 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 not only drinking the Kool Aid, I've you know kind of stole the stole the recipe, but um, and. So it's it really is uh, it really is a neat group and and, and, and uh, Jeff and I have a partner in Chicago who is um, who is very active in YPO or, or was when when he uh, um, when he ran uh, Interpac and so you know my experience is with EO but I would suspect that uh, you know YPO and Vistage and some of these other groups are are uh, are equally as uh, as uh, 
is wonderful. So the uh, for those of you that do want to look into uh, EO, it's www.eonetwork.org. And uh, they, I think there's 8,000 members across the, uh, across the world, and um, there's probably a chapter near you and, and lots of eager entrepreneurs willing to help you uh, think and grow your business. So. Yeah, and you know, there's other groups though. I mean, Vistage is a group that we hold in very high regard, uh, as, uh, and and it functions very similarly to EO, except there's very. different criteria, you know, for getting in, and it's not unusual for someone to be in EO and also in Vistage. Is that not right? Yeah, it, it, obviously, there's a big time commitment to both, um, and you know, and I know people that are in EO and YPO. I mean, e- EO, you um, at least in the Cleveland chapter, need to have, own at least thirty percent of the business. Have kind of been a founder, um, and and YPO is, in, in my recollection, and you know, kind of hold this to be eighty percent true. Is, uh, is 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 there's certain minimum revenue requirements? So you know, you may be a, a president of a of a of a. $35, $40, $100 million company, and you can get into YPO even if you don't own that 30%. So that's my take. You can check the websites out. But like you said, Jeff, they really are – I mean you know, you, you talk to the, to the people that are active in these groups, and they, and they really – I don't think you – know, it's hard to find somebody that's, uh, that doesn't say wonderful stuff about them. And I'm, and I'm very surprised that entrepreneurs don't, you know, don't embrace this with a little more uh, consistency. Well, you know, it's funny when, you know, we ourselves have won, you know, a number of awards as have the companies that we've partnered with. And I go back to what you had said, you know, uh, five or six years ago as we started building our business, it amazed you that the number of the consistency of the people that that um, took what they learned in those organizations, in those peer groups, and applied it to their businesses, that they were successful basically 100% of the time. And so a lot of what we do here at Evolution really takes a lot of what we and you have learned and applies that to the companies that we partner with. I know you're going to find this stunning, Jeff. Uh, you're going to tell me you were right or something like that? No. No, I know you're going to find this stunning. Well, you're right. Uh, but <laughs> – <laughs> the five pillars that you and I that, that we preach here at, at Evolution, you're, we stole all of them. You know, none of them were ones that we created. Um, you know, they they literally are concepts that are available in the books that we mentioned today, the books that are on our website, the books that are on uh, Gina Wickman's website. I mean, these really are uh, tried and true methods, and and we at Evolution have just tried to figure out a way to get those five pillars uh, to be able to, quite frankly, in addition to cash. Capital help deliver those things. So, you know, it, it's uh, um, all of this. We wish we could take uh, a title to the uh, create the creative piece of that. We sure can't. It's all. The, it's all. Uh, if you if you want to get it from Gina Wickman, you can get it there. And if you want to get it from Vern Harnish, you can you can get you know the stuff there. Uh, Gino, he's the uh, author of uh, the Rockefeller Habits, which um, Gina Wickman uh, quotes regularly. So, all good stuff, Jeff. All yeah, good stuff. It, it, it is good stuff. And so um, I want you to is, – so is your recommendation to our, our guests, our listeners this week that they go out and, and, and review not only YEO and Vistage but also possibly Young Presidents Organization as another group that they could go, go to? 
Yeah, and, and, and what I would – in you know, why EO or EO has a has a group? So you have to have at least a million dollars in revenue to get into EO. Um, they have a, a, a group that's that the, the EO network or the EO group supports. It's called the Accelerator Group, or if you're 250000 in revenue or more, up to a million bucks. So they're one of the groups. I also tell you, Jeff, you know, it's, I went out to uh, the Mentor Chamber of Commerce. They had a, they had a, a group this week, this Tuesday, and uh, probably 20 entrepreneurs sat around a table and talked about ways that they could help each other get their businesses off the ground and so uh, my point being is that uh you know even if you're if you're um if your business is still in the conceptual stage, there are places to go, and it really does help to get around other people that are that are pushing you and, and sharing their experiences and adding resources. So, Jeff, my uh, my, uh, my my lesson for today. You ready for this one? I am. Okay, so it's if in doubt, reach out. <laughs> you like that? You like that? I love well, that. that. Yeah, Which I don't. Which is a perfect segue into me again going back to my housekeeping items. It's, this no. is a forum. Yes, no. yes. I'm going to beat you over the head with it again. This is a forum. We want to hear from you guys. And when in doubt, reach out. I'm going to use that over and over and over. In fact, I'm writing it down on my notes. When in doubt, reach out. That was outstanding. Hey, you know what, Brendan? on that. You're done for the day. You've right, added good. value today, and now you can As go we home. we have 12 seconds left in this segment, I'm done for the day? Good. <laughs> exactly. All right, everybody. Um, hopefully, you've learned something this week. I know that I have. I love hanging around people that inspire me. Uh, we've got a great show next week with an author named Daniel Weinfurter. He wrote a book called The Second Stage Entrepreneurship, 10 Proven Strategies for Driving Aggressive Growth. This is near and dear to our heart, and we're anxious to share um, his ideas with you on our show. Uh, so please tune in next week, uh, Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, to hear uh, Dan Weinfurter talk about second stage entrepreneurship. Thanks for tuning in to the second stage. Thank you for tuning in this week to the second stage. Please join Jeffrey Cadlick and Brendan Anderson again next Monday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And have a successful week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 